0: Hello, my name is Victoria Medina. Welcome to the One Nation, One Mission, One Promise podcast, a place where we celebrate our unique and diverse citizenship. Each week, I have been discussing a line from the first document of the Charters of Freedom, the Declaration of Independence, specifically because if we don't understand our own mission, our own rule book about how our government works, how can we hire the best person for the job, for multiple jobs, if we don't have a clear understanding of the duties we wish for them to perform on our behalf? Now, I say this all the time. This is a place to celebrate. Not a place for anger. This is a place to have a positive and uplifting conversation. Not to look at America through rose colored glasses, but to listen to each other and to celebrate the contributions all Americans from all cultures, races, skin tones, religious, non-religions, and more have given to America and ultimately to your life, to my life, and how we don't even know the gifts that have been given to us, the gifts that we take for granted every day because of the work another person has given, someone who may be entirely different from you or I. The ultimate rulers of our democracy are not a president and senators and congressmen and government officials, but the voters of this great country, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. Pat each other on the back. You voted. This is not a Democratic, Independent, or Republican vote. It is an American vote. The vote. Now we can focus on the divisions of America, but I would like to ask you to take a moment and to please extend a huge thanks and round of applause to all the employees and volunteers around the country who stepped up in a bipartisan spirit for all of us to exercise our right to vote. This is, after all, taking place in the middle of a pandemic. They are risking their lives and the lives of their families as they dedicated their time and integrity to make sure we voted and to make sure every vote is counted. I personally wish to say to each and every one of them, thank you so much. The Charters of Freedom This podcast is dedicated to the appreciation, understanding, and protection of the founding documents of the nation, the Charters of Freedom, which include the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. It is also dedicated to how these documents continue to give invaluable protections to living our best lives. There are countries that still do not have the freedoms we have. It is why it is so important to understand these documents and to not take them for granted. It is now more important than ever that we study these documents together. The more we understand what unites us, the less ammunition any leader will have to divide us. Let's talk about heroes. Every person who voted is a hero. You made a decision, you took a stand. Some of you stood in line for hours. Many of you drove for hours. Some of you risked your health and your life When you learned that the ballot you sent in was not accepted and you took the time to make sure your voice was heard and you voted. I am happy to stand among you and join you. We are the class of election 2020 and we served our country and we made our country proud by voting. Who are your heroes? I think it is important to think about our heroes. Oftentimes, you will find that they are just like you and I, ordinary people who by choice or circumstance perform extraordinary acts and the world shifts and benefits from their actions. Last week I talked about Susan B. Anthony. Today I want to extend from what I mentioned before and talk about the poll workers the people who made sure we voted. Every election, poll workers perform the most important job in America. They make sure our democracy is strong. They are my heroes this week, and I am grateful for every single one of them who are working tirelessly to make sure every vote was counted and to make sure everyone who wanted to vote that they were given assistance and guidance to vote. Who are your heroes? Who do you admire? What do the founding parents mean to you? Let each citizen remember at the moment he is offering his vote that he is not making a present or a compliment to please an individual or at least that he ought not to do so, but that he is executing one of the most solemn trusts in human society for which he is accountable to his country. Samuel Adams What I am always fascinated by is the idea that a small group of people, the first representatives of the 13 states of the United States, came together and despite their differences they each had in common, they des- they had the desire to be free, to live their best lives and the belief that people, not rulers from birth, can run their own country and their own lives. It is because of them that we can exercise our right to vote. It is because of them that we have a democracy and not a monarchy. What do your founding parents mean to you? Painting everyone with the same brush is just another form of prejudice. I hear a lot about our founding parents being dismissed as old white people. Yes, they were European Americans. Yes. Their skin was white. They were also people. They usually had families. They had the ups and downs of life. They suffered. They had heartache. They lived in fear for their lives. They got sick. They suffered personal tragedies. They lived and they died. In the end, they were human. And they gave their lives to the world. And we benefit from the gifts that they gave. Every American, from all walks of life, from all the different cultures, religions, and nationalities, and skin colors, we all benefit from these individuals who came together not as a group of European American men not as a group of white men but as a group of men because remember it says in the documents and let me preface this also by saying not as a group of, of white men but as people and our founding parents both include men and women and it is very important that we remember that in the documents, it does not say, we, the white people, we, the white men, we, the European Americans, we, actually, at that time, we, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, because they were the ruling class and the ruling voice of the day. And when immigrants were coming over from other parts of Europe, they were not considered of the same appreciation. So there's constantly been a breakdown in that way but the fact of the matter is is that they wrote a document that said we the people and we benefit from their minds not the color of their skin as we today benefit from the minds of every American and not the color of their skin. Who do you benefit from that you have not considered, who may not look like you, but someone you admire? Be the hero in your own life. Today I am preparing to bring you this podcast. For me, this is how I can be a hero in my own life. I am doing something I think and have been told is important. I try and do something special each day for someone I love but I also try and do something for me so I can not only be a hero to myself so for example in the morning I try and meditate or listen to something uplifting and I also love connecting to my spirit and that I find really important and that is how I could be a hero to myself So how can you be a hero in your own life? When you perform one small action each day to uplift yourself and one small action to uplift those around you, you will find an extraordinary feeling of connection that you may not have felt before. Let me know how you are a hero in your own life. What are some of the things you do to uplift those around you? Be the leader in your own life. When you are a hero, you are also a leader. We are so often hiring someone to represent us that we do not realize that we must first represent ourselves so we may choose the right person to represent us in government office. But also, when we become a hero in our life and we then become a leader in our life, we also find and strengthen our own voice. Now, I mentioned that each week I discuss a line from the Charters of Freedom, specifically the first document, the Declaration of Independence. The more we understand the rights we have under these documents, specifically this document that I'm discussing this time, the more we can understand how we can own and share our own voice the more we can understand how we can be the leader in our own life. So the next line is quite small but powerful. For cutting off our trade with all parts of the world. We now live in a global and free trade world. We have companies who have sent American jobs overseas. But in 1776, The king was trying to cut off trade between America and the world. What I also love about reading these documents is how the words are timeless and continue to connect with where we are today. For example, every American has the right to freely move around the country. So we must express to all public servants who may wish to curtail any American from freely moving around the country, and that is just one example. Is there an example you can think of that relates to free trade and maintaining every American's right to free trade? What can you do to uplift the world? Every vote is counted and we have a president for the next four years. What is the one thing you could do that will help to bring us together? Can you ask to have a cup of coffee with someone from the opposite party from you and simply see where you both connect? This year, the World Series ended with the Dodgers winning. The opposite team congratulates the other team for a great game, and although they will play against each other one day soon, after the season ended, they have something very special in common. They are professional baseball players and they played in the World Series. The election is over, and one day we will be campaigning for another candidate. But right now, we are Americans, and we each voted in the greatest election in a 100 years. We voted in the greatest democracy in the world. Where else can we come together? Today, let's become the United States of America. Thank you for joining me and listening. It has been an absolute pleasure creating this podcast for you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your reviews. Today is the end of season one, and I'll be back in the new year. But in the interim, please, if you haven't had a chance, listen to the other episodes please email me let me know what you would love to have in season 2 feel free to visit my website at one nation one mission one promise.com and download the full Charters of freedom to read and please read along with me subscribe so you know when every episode goes up and as i said please leave a review please tell your friends please spread the word Your support means so much. And I thank you. So until we next meet, celebrate your life. Celebrate your country. Celebrate who you are. And raise your voice because your voice is the most important voice in the world. Be safe. Wear a mask. Be well. Take care of those around you. And be love. Thank you.